Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Monica Packer from About Progress, and this is A Growth Spurt, a short episode where I share a bite-sized way you can increase your progress today. 16 years ago, when I started therapy for my eating disorders, my therapist asked something of me that was honestly impossible for me to do. And it was to recognize the name and control my thoughts. My mind was like a constant looping track of thoughts. I had zero clue how to stop that track, pause it, and to pick it apart, because it was mostly a runaway looping track. It was like a big mind twist for me to figure this out. And I did get better at it over the years. That entailed a ton of failure and a ton of practice and learning. But along the way, especially the last couple of years, I have learned a nice trick that I'm going to share with you today. And it it doesn't go against the cognitive um, triangle that cognitive behavioral therapists like to teach. And I'm obviously not a therapist, but 
that there that that triangle alone was extremely helpful for me to learn that my thoughts created my feelings which created more behaviors which led back to my thoughts it's kind of more of a circle than a triangle now that was extremely helpful for me to figure out but in my pursuit of trying to control my thoughts i had a hard time getting on that kind of circle or that cycle um because it was so abstract to me even though i am a logical thinker. It was so abstract and hard for me to to press pause on the track and to be able to control those thoughts. So what I'm going to share with you is kind of a different way to intercept these thoughts by still using part of the triangle, but in different ways. And it's actually to start with the emotions. And I'm going to add one on there to that is also with your feelings. Now, those are two separate things. So let me first teach you the difference between these two and then how you can use your emotions and feelings to help you intercept uh, your thoughts and to help you control your thoughts. So emotions to me, and again, this is all just me, like this isn't like research back and I'm going to just be really honest with that, but it has worked really well for me and for several of the women that I have worked with too. Okay. Emotions to me are more of just descriptors of moods and how I'm feeling emotion-wise. So maybe happy, sad, frustrated, lonely, confident. It's the ways that I would describe my moods, okay? Those are emotions. Feelings to me are different, and neither are better or worse, though. Feelings to me are how these moods manifest in my body, Maybe my body feels heavy. Maybe there's a pit in the stomach. Maybe there's a clenching going on. Those kind of things that my body are doing that help me see I am feeling emotions I'm trying not to feel, which are all connected back to my thoughts too. Don't worry, this is all going to make sense. Because being able to stop that looping track of my thoughts, to be able to stop the thoughts, to name them, to recognize them, and to learn how to control them was so abstract for me. This has been largely helpful for me to actually get really clear about what emotions are going on and feelings in my body that are related to the thoughts. I almost work backwards. It's like I'm hijacking that cognitive triangle and I'm starting more with the emotions but even that is really abstract to me because I am very good at tapping down how I am feeling. I'm really good at tapping down on what I'm thinking too. So it's almost like following the chain to more of paying attention to how I am feeling in my body, how that connects back to what emotions are really going on for me, and how those emotions connect back to thoughts. And going backwards in that kind of cycle then helps me be able to do all the other tools I've learned through therapy and years of recovery and work and being able to then switch those thoughts, better control them, to change them, to change the script. So here's how this can work. Let's say that you are running ragged. You're feeling lots of uh, conflicting things, or maybe you're not feeling because you're just going, 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 doing, 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 but you know something's off, something's not right. And you know you should get clear about what the thoughts are and what's going on in your head, but that's difficult to do. And you also can't really easily name the emotions uh, because, again, you're just, you're going down this track of just go, 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 do, do, do. 
here's where I would start. Pay attention to the body. Pay attention to the sensations that are happening inside your body or even outside of your body. Maybe you can notice that you tend to get certain types of headaches when you're feeling different emotions. Maybe you're like me and a a really sore jaw is signifying some undercurrent emotion of stress. And then you can go back to the thoughts related to those stress, right? Um, Maybe a racing heart can help you know that, oh, I'm actually anxious. Well, what am I anxious about? You can go into the thoughts that are helping you or leading to you feeling anxious. Maybe your shoulders are stiff or your shoulders are bent over and you're feeling just like heavy in your body and you can know, oh, that's actually because I'm feeling really sad or I'm feeling really overwhelmed. And then you can go back to the thoughts there too. Some other emotions, you know, sweaty palms, an aching belly, A weird one I noticed in college when I was extremely anxious was I would rub my fingers. You can like hear me doing it. Rub my fingers together as I'm walking like in constant circles. And yes, that to me showed a lot of like the looping brain too and the emotions I was not really uh, clear on, but were still controlling everything too. So pay attention, you know, just get kind of curious, like, okay, what are the regular things that are happening with my body that are actually trying to tell me something? And they're trying to get me to slow down and to pay attention to the the emotions, my mood that I maybe not letting myself get clear about. And then alongside those emotions, going back to what are the thoughts that are connected to these ways that I am feeling mood wise. So hopefully this isn't too abstract for you. For me, it's really helpful. It breaks it down to more tangible and even logical things I can pay attention to weirdly is by starting with what is my body feeling? What are the feelings in my body, around my body? How do those connect back to some emotions, descriptors of moods? And how are those emotions connected back to the thoughts that are leading them? And this, my friends, is how you can tap into your emotions and your feelings to help control your thoughts. Again, takes lots of time, takes lots of practice. But for me and women like me, this has been a really helpful way to figure out what the thoughts actually are. We are doing a new thing with these growth spurts. We are going to share some uh, progressor spotlights here twice a month. This month, I'm going to spotlight Jessica. She's on Instagram at treasured underscore families. Uh, recently on Mother's Day, I actually posted uh, a post that I think was really, I don't know, I, it just came from my heart, but it seemed to connect to other women's hearts about how I I'm a human. I'm not an angel mother. I'm a human. Um, But how I'm still a good human and a good mom. And I love what Jessica said in the comments there. She just talked about, I'm not going to read her her whole comment, but she said, I'm I'm so happy for the people who have mothers who never lost their temper. But is that what makes a good mom? I think something can be said for those of us who love our children enough to let them see that we make mistakes and teach them how to repent and love with all their hearts. What a burden we have put on our mothers to live up to unrealistic expectations. Thank you for making imperfection okay. I love how she said that. So Jessica, I wanted to spotlight you today and for your loving thoughts that you were able to share with me. And I agree with you. We definitely put a lot of burdens on other mothers and on ourselves too. And even motherhood is about progress to me, not perfection. Thank you so much for listening to this growth spurt. I hope it gave you just a little bit of of a tool enough of a, of a way for you to get a jump start and some things that you might be struggling with, especially if you are trying to better control your thoughts. 
Now go and do something with what you learned today. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.